welcome to Books and Bisexuals, where we talk about books that we've read or that we loved and wherever our neurodivergent brains take us. I'm Brianna. And I'm Nikki. And it's Nikki's birthday when this Woo! comes out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's not my birthday today, no. but this comes out on Friday, and Friday is my birthday. Yes. yes. Happy birthday! Yay! Thank you! <laughs> um, it was funny because Andrew went shopping on, oh my God, when was it? What's today? Monday? On Monday. Saturday? Mm-hmm. Friday? Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Oh my god, my days. Yeah. So anyway, he... Time has no meaning. Not, time has no meaning. So anyway, he went and he bought my birthday present and then he um, picked up snacks at like apartment three and I posted on... Um, oh my god, I posted yes. on my story that yes. um, I was like, oh, when love goes birthday shopping for you and it brings, brings like home treats. snacks and yeah. treats... And so then people kept messaging me, happy birthday. And I was like, oh, it's And then I saw your birthday. next story, which yeah. was, thanks everyone, but my birthday's on Friday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then people still were replying to that story saying, happy birthday. And I should have said, like, next Friday. Yeah. Like, like but it, it was it was happen. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my birthday is on Friday, not was on Friday. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh my God. It's funny, I saw that and I was like, LOL, of course people did that. Like, of course people were just like, oh, it must be your birthday. Yeah, people see birthday and they're like, oh, happy birthday. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I've done it, but oh, I was sure. just like, Ugh. like every once in a while I'll see people with like birthday stuff on their story and I'm like, okay, wait, whose Who's birthday, birthday is it? Looking at like the tags and everything so that I can say it or not say it. Yeah. Right? So I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so Friday. Friday, which is the day this comes out. Exactly. the day that maybe you're listening. I don't know. Yeah. And if you're listening, thanks. Yeah. It's my birthday. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, um, I love birthdays. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah, in case Um, you haven't figured this out yet, Brianna's birthday also fell on the day that an episode came out. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm always a big fan. I like to make it a big deal. Mm -hmm. Does that mean our birthdays are always... On the, same, on the day. same day, if it's not a leap year, oh. your, no, because huh, interesting. Yeah, because my birthday's on a Friday this year, and your birthday was, was on a Friday, Friday this year, and next year is not a leap year, twenty twenty three. So theoretically, our birthdays should both be on Saturdays next year. Yeah, I think our birthdays are the same, like. Day of the week. As long as, as, long as it's, it's not, not a leap, leap year. year. Yeah. That's cute. Um, yeah. I never, oh. I never realized that. Um, I'm talking around a new retainer behind my front six teeth, and it's driving me up the wall. How does it feel, though? Um, awful. Like, oh. it don't, I mean, I guess it doesn't feel awful. It just, it's another thing that I have to work, work around. around. Um, yeah, because you went to your pain specialist. Or well, yes. Yeah, so this retainer was from my orthodontist. Yeah, it's gold. Look. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, I'm also so surprised fancy. that you can see it, but like I don't know how that works. Anyway, oh, well, yeah. Know. So it's gold. Um, it's to keep my two little teethies from falling out if I bite oh. something the wrong way. Oh, that's and, so yeah, nice. Right? How like, wonderful. Thank you. So like it is really functional. Um, and then yes, I went to the pain specialist. Who now, after me finally getting out of all day retainers, 
wants to put me in this appliance that is a thicker, harder plastic than retainers Yay. all day. Yay. And it has a block <clears throat> on the front so that mm. my molars don't actually touch together. It's just like my front teeth that touch um, all day, every day, unless I'm acting. Like unless I'm on camera acting. Oh. And so Friday was not a good day. No. Friday was really not a good day. That's so um, sad. Yeah, she's like, that's the most conservative option, and that's where I would like to start. She's like, the next option is injecting anesthetic into the muscles and everything to help ease the inflammation right. and stuff like that. And then the next option would be Botox, but that's like the least conservative option. And I'm like, I'm Ooh, not Botox. I'm not do doing like I'm not doing it. I I have sensory issues, and especially now having a permanent retainer and having mouth, another one. I'm like, I no, can't. I cannot do it. Like, I cannot have something covering be, all of my teeth. I'd be ripping all the that time. Out, yeah, like constantly. No, it's been almost three and a half years of stuff in my mouth, and now I have like a permanent re- permanent retainer in my mouth. I'm not doing it. I can't do it. So I'm going to email them and be like, can so we, this is my proposal. Can we go with the Can we one? skip this the, first yeah. one and go to the anesthetic? Because how long would you have to wear that? Like um, all day, every day, but for like how long? For the foreseeable future. Essentially mm-hmm. until we determine if it's helping or if it's not. Um, oh, oh, which like also, that. also, um, she said soft diet for the foreseeable oh future. And I'm just like. When I tell you that that sucks. Like. Oh, it <laughs> fucking sucks. Like, essentially, you're not really allowed to chew things unless they're soft. Like, literally, um, like eggs or rice or pasta, yeah. but no steak, no burgers, no, no... Nothing that would, like, require effort. Yeah, do. nothing that would require a mass amount of chewing <clears throat> no or taffy. opening... Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, and I don't eat taffy anyway. Um, I knew you didn't. Yeah, no. No. And she's like, don't chew gum. And I'm like, I haven't chewed gum yeah, in five years. In like many a move. I'm not yeah. a gum chewer anyway, but, yeah. like, I'm definitely not chewing it now. Um, but, yeah, so... Ask me how that's been going. It hasn't. It hasn't. Yeah. Is the, <laughs> is the, is the I mean, I'm not eating baby carrots, but but like, I had Tostitos chips on the weekend. Yeah. And I just, yeah. There's part of me, because, like, I'm trying to uh, take more care of, like, my, like, overall health and, like, um, the trying to, like, the PCOS yeah. diet and, like, that kind of thing. I'm trying to, like, eliminate some of my inflammatory, like, foods that I eat, like, that I know are inflammatory yeah. to my body. Usually dairy gluten for yeah. most people, yeah. anyway. But yeah. And, like, I'm not going to give up gluten entirely, partially because a loaf of gluten-free bread is $10. Yeah. And a loaf of just regular bread is mm. $3. Oh, I meant to send you that recipe for the... Oh, for yeah. The, English muffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Microwave English muffin. Yeah. And now I could do, like, cloud bread and stuff where it's, like, not bread. It's, like, eggs. Right. But, like, I don't know. I mean... Also, I've been very depressed. Yeah. Like, my meds aren't working very well. And so I need things that are easy to do that don't require effort. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we've uh, had pizza. Sorry. Go no, ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, <laughs> one of one of the really good pancake recipes that, I make, mm. that I've made is... Um, I think it's 
it's one way or the other. It's a ripe banana and two eggs. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Or it's that the recipe. other way. I think or it's like one banana and, and two, two eggs. Yeah, I think, I think that's so. what it is. And you mash the banana and then you mix in the two eggs and, and then, then you just, just make it. It's and well, you just, just make it in the frying pan like pancakes. Yeah. And sure, they don't taste like wheat pancakes, pancakes, but they're still really good when you put maple syrup on them. Yeah. Sorry, pizza. We've been eating a lot of pizza. Right. Because it's a set it and forget it. Yeah. Which, again, I haven't been buying, like, gluten-free crusts. Right. Because I am obsessed with the Delicio uh, Pizzeria pizzas. Mm. They're made with, like, olive oil. Right. And the crust is incredible, and I love it so much. Right. I also did get a... Speaking of pancakes. Yep. (laughs) I did get a... um, uh, pancake mix, like a plant-based pancake mix. Ooh, from Superstore. Superstore, yeah, because they have a lot of like the. They're in a green box. Yeah, I, I know. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't. I should have made it less lumpy before I put the milk <laughs> in. Like I used oat milk or something, but right. like I should have made it less lumpy because right. the pancakes were exceedingly lumpy uh, and you're supposed to leave like a few lumps but like this was mm, like all lumps. dry uh, dry lumps in my pancakes right so i did eat them it was fine right they tasted fine you learned your lesson but now i'm like okay i gotta sift that or something yeah not actually sift it but like cause mash it mash it yeah <laughs> Whisk it. Whisk it before yeah. I put the yeah. milk in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this recipe, I've made it several times. Mm-hmm. A, it's stupid easy, and mm-hmm. B, it's delicious. No, I don't want five secrets of maintaining whatever. <laughs> so it's literally two tablespoons of coconut flour, Okay. one large egg, uh-huh. an eighth teaspoon baking powder, and then two tablespoons non-fat milk. And you can use anything, almond Any milk, milk, whatever. Yeah. You use, like... You know those little um, ramekins, ramekins, or like the with the red cover, glass dish red cover. Mm-hmm. We have them in the thing. I forget what they're called. But anyway, you can use like just a little one of those, and you just like grease it. You combine all these ingredients. You put them in the ramekin, ramekin, ramekin dish. Put them in the dish, <laughs> and then you cook it for ninety seconds. And then when you take it out, you can either eat it as is or cut it in half like an English muffin. Ah. And it's fucking delicious. Ah. Um, I'm going to send you this recipe. Yeah, send me that recipe. Yeah. Because um, that doesn't sound that difficult. It's not. Like, I'd like, have to buy coconut flour, but I have to buy it anyway, so. Yeah, and, in, like, bulk burn or Costco. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's really easy, and it's really delicious. Yeah. And like, one of the things for me that's going to be the hardest is that you're supposed to get rid of, like, refined sugars. Right. And... I am a sugar fiend. Mm-hmm. And part of that is probably my undiagnosed ADHD. Yep. Like, sugar gives you so much dopamine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's probably that, for sure. But, like, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Yeah. Being on meds doesn't necessarily help that from, yeah. from this side of it. Like, because <laughs> I'm also a sugar fiend sometimes. Uh, and I don't know if that's necessarily gone down, being on meds. Yeah. So... It is what it is. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, do my best, whatever. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I was telling Tristan, like, literally yesterday, that recently, because we've been so strapped for cash, we haven't been doing anything at all. Mm-hmm. Like, anything that brings us joy, because a lot of those things, unfortunately, cost, cost money. money. Mm-hmm. So, we've been... And, like, because we didn't have, like, Wi-Fi and stuff, we couldn't, like, entertain ourselves with, like, Mm. TV or, like, whatever. And so I'm, like, 
part of me thinks that a little bit of my like the like going back down like my low days are because I had a, like several weeks of just like under stimulation right and so my body was like I don't like this yeah so but we have wi-fi again very Yay. excited um and I'm going to the gym today that's why I'm dressed mm. the way I am. Um, because I've been paying for it through all of COVID I, so. met, <laughs> I was actually gonna ask you about that if you're still paying for that yeah because uh, it comes out like on a payday, so right. I don't really like think about it because we get paid and it's like thirty dollars is like not there, right. and that's fine, whatever right. you know. I yeah. love automated bills, um, provided of course that we have, have money. money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But like, uh, and so it's just been coming out like clockwork, mm-hmm. and I haven't really been thinking about it, and so like I'm used to not having that money, right? But now I need to like actually use it. Mm-hmm. But also because I think that exercise will help my brain. Mm-hmm. They tell you it does, and it does. It does, <laughs> but it's really hard to get to doing the exercise. Yeah. Yep. Did you send me the video, the TikTok about agoraphobia or yes. something? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because. Because she was like, I'm not agoraphobic. And then you look up the definition of agoraphobia. agoraphobia. And because when I was originally, so like. Seven-ish years ago, I think, was when I started on my antidepressants. Mm -hmm. And I had called my doctor. Like, I'd gone in for a doctor's appointment. And I was basically like, these are the struggles I'm having. I, like, I'm having a hard time leaving my house. I'm having a hard time getting to work. Like, Mm. I'm, I'm anxious all the time. I'm tired all the time. Like, I'd rather just, like, lay in bed and do nothing all day. And he was like, okay, well, I'm going to put you on antidepressants. He put me on an SSRI because they're dual. They do, like... Anxiety and depression. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, and you need to leave your house every day. <laughs> and I was like, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that so much. But this is part of um, cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah. Um, so CBT, where basically you'd like do things on purpose. Yes. Yeah. So, like his, so even if it's like you just leave your house yeah. and go for a walk. Yeah. His thing was like, you need to change out of your pajamas in the morning. Mm-hmm. You can change out of them. And An hour later, pajamas. oh okay, put on new pajamas. Right, you know, like, but you need to put on clothing. Right, <laughs> every morning, change out of your pajamas. Yeah, get out of your house, even if it's for ten minutes, and take these pills. And then that worked for years. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm at the point where that agoraphobia that I was like, I don't know, I'm not an agoraphobic. Well, turns out mm. I am. Um, and have been for a while. <laughs> Uh, which I thought it was social anxiety. I was like, oh, no, yeah. I'm anxious about social interaction. Right. But, but it's more than that because it's anxious about, like, any new activity ever. Mm-hmm. And that includes just, like, walking out my house and maybe something's new in my neighborhood. Like, right. so. Uh, um, which is hilarious because, like, I think a few times I've been like, hey, do you want to record at your house? Like, mm-hmm. I'll be in the city or whatever. You're like, no, well, I'll come out to you. And yeah. I feel bad that you always no. come out to me. No. But if it's helping you. It's definitely helping. Okay, great. Because it gives me like a, a like specific every week I have to go out. I have to do this. Yeah. And like, it's not like anything in the house is necessarily going to change. Ninja's no, still no, an no. asshole. <laughs> Andrew's still I here. I know. I just oh, want to be a snuggle one day. No. Someday, maybe. We really, we really have to get back on that. 
Oh, the like sitting with him. Yeah. 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 We're out of bones right now, though, so we can't even do that today. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm talking about, just for those of you who probably don't know, Ninja, as I've mentioned before, is highly reactive. He's very reactive. Um, He's scared, but he, through many instances of not being able to run away from things he's scared of, he has learned to be a fighter when he's scared. Mm -hmm. So he lunges, he barks, he is a bite risk. Um, I am, we are very, very safe with him. Like when we have anyone come to the house, he is either in the crate or downstairs with Andrew. Um, like we are very, very, very protective, aware, but very protective of Ninja. Yeah. It doesn't help Ninja no. for, to be like exposed to these things. No, all the time. no. And so like, even when I have students in, he's in his crate, like the doors are shut and he's fine. Cause he can't yeah. see it. Um, but when we worked with our dog trainer, she, set out this progression of steps to work on in order to introduce and build Ninja's trust with new people. Um, And while that process, like we have successfully done it with one of our friends and it took like 40 hours or something like of her coming over and ignoring Ninja Mm -hmm. and everything, but she can now come in the house and we're not here. And he's like, hi friend. He's like, oh my God, you're safe. Yeah, exactly. Um, part of it, it very much depends on the person being very calm and just like chill. Yeah. And so if they're nervous that like we have a friend of ours that we're trying to do it with and, but he's nervous. Yeah. And so it's like Ninja knows. So Ninja's not going to calm down if he senses that you're nervous. Yeah. And so it's hard and it's very hard to try and be calm when you have a 75 pound dog (laughs) barking at you and like a lot mad. of my like nervousness actually just comes from like I don't want to make it worse for ninja right like I'm I'm also very protective where I'm like if it makes him safer for us to never be friends that's fine like I I'll be like a little upset about it but also that's fine like you know but it like you were friends like we that's were the friends. thing before so ninja a couple of things happened right like, well yeah so ninja like I used to have friends come to the house when we first adopted ninja friends coming to the house kids coming to the house for piano lessons piano lessons ended for this for the year for the summer but he had starting started like lunging at people on walks and i was like okay this can't happen like something has to be you know so we hired a dog trainer that was referred to us through a friend um and when she came over to work on ninja um, she came in the house holding her backpack out in front of her, like really nervously. And actually, sorry, the day before that, we had to take Ninja to the vet because there was like, he had a surgery done before we had him. Mm. The surgery didn't heal properly because the foster mom took his um, cone, cone off. off. And so um, when we took him to the vet, he lunged at the vet and almost bit his face. Um, and so the next day we had the dog trainer come to the house and she came in the house holding her backpack out in front of her, like like a shield and um ninja got so scared and the dog trainer said like no he was terrified he released his anal glands and everything um he bit her arm yeah i mean yeah you come at him with like a back yeah like like, very timidly like leaning back away from the backpack wrong for a dog trainer i know i know We, we didn't continue hiring her Mm-hmm. Um, she actually told us that we should probably put Ninja down because he was unrehabable. False. I know. Yeah. Also, fuck you now. I know, right? <laughs> like, we've now had him for three and a half years, and while he's far from perfect... He's such a love He's bug. such a sweet boy. Um, and then 
the following week, Andrew and I went to Shelburne for a night, left Ninja at my mom's house, and one of my brother's friends, um, they were coming down the side of the house with their dirt bikes, and Ninja ran over and bit his leg. Um, And thankfully, um, that friend was like, I just want to knock the shit out of whoever made this dog feel that he had to bite me. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was terrified. I was like, great, my dog's dead. Like, I have to put my dog down. Because if someone reports dog bites, you have to put your dog down it's like sometimes sometimes but ninjas and am staff so, and so there's a lot to, of prejudice yeah. against like pit bull breeds yeah which um, i think is so wrong it, it no yeah I'm, i have i could go on about i know for a thousand years. i know because well and it's funny because people are like oh well it's it's not the dog it's the way that they were trained and it's like fair we were not ninjas first house yeah right like they lived and, with fosters, right? Yeah. Well, he lived with a foster, but before that, he was in Montreal. And, yeah. And we have no idea. Um, our now dog trainer, who I will shout out, Sylvia J, she is phenomenal. Um, she said, just by looking at Ninja, you can tell that he's been abused because of the way that he stands, the way that he holds his posture. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, she also thinks that he's purebred. Just the oh. way that he looks um, and the way that his, like, his hip angle is or whatever. And then the way that he lays on the poof. Um, if anyone has been on my social media, they have seen videos of Ninja. He also has an Instagram. Um, but he, like, frog legs where oh, his legs yeah. are sticking out behind him. And apparently only purebred dogs can do that. Oh. Which I didn't I did not know, know that. And I don't know if that's true. I've never checked it. Um, but somebody said A that. dog trainer told you, so why? <laughs> well, no, I think... I, I, oh. <laughs> I forget if somebody told Andrew or... I don't know. Um, but And I mean, I don't care if he's purebred or not. Like, pff, He's your baby. He's my baby. Matter. Like, when people ask what kind of dog he is, I just say he's an Amstaff. I don't... Oh, he's an Amstaff mix or I'm not really sure. Like, he looks like an American Staffordshire Terrier. Yeah. Brindle. Gorgeous. He's so he beautiful. is oh he's just the my sweetest baby. The he's sweetest. the sweetest like and that's oh. my thing is like he's such a sweet dog yeah but I know that he's doing it out of fear and yeah. not because he's like an aggressive dog like, no he's just afraid he's afraid I'm a stranger in his house like yeah I'm here every week but like once a week he yeah. doesn't really see me like yeah. you know what I mean I like, know <laughs> that's and that's what I mean like we're gonna have to start working on that yeah. because it is possible but. You don't have to be nervous that you're going to make it worse. Okay. Because you're not. Okay. I know that's easy for me to say. Like, don't be nervous. <laughs> but, like, you're not going to make it worse. As long as you just don't look at him while he's figuring shit out, then yeah. 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 For the record, he is on a leash out of range at all times. Yeah. Just so people well, know. You don't like, just, like, we just I'm not just going to let him roam around yeah. the house. But, like, when we, when we had Sylvia J here the first time, in two hours... Um, he went from on leash being a bite risk to like gently coming over, sniffing her hand, taking a treat out of her hand and walking away. And so like, it's possible. It is a hundred percent possible. Um, I think I get nervous too, that something's going to happen. And so I also kind of make it worse. Yeah. Cause Andrew's like, he's usually better when you're not here. And I'm like, like, okay. Shoot. So I also have to try really hard to just like, to just really trust that everything's gonna be fine. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm so scared that someone's gonna get bit and like it would kill me, cause like it's not good for him and it's no. not good for the person. So yeah, yeah, my baby. Yeah. I'm just looking at the sky and it really looks like it's gonna rain and we need to hang the towels it, on the line. Yeah, it's like 
overcast for sure. We meant to do it yesterday and just didn't have time. And my mom's dryer is so hooked up. Oh my god! Yesterday. It was like twenty-two degrees or something. I was having the longest shift of my life. Yesterday. Oh no! Yeah, sorry. I just like dominated. No. Um, just a long day at work. It was just yeah. So we had a member shopping event this. Oh yes, yeah. I got the email and didn't buy anything. So basically, <laughs> like if you spent over a hundred dollars, you got like twenty-five percent off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that meant, and usually, usually like in years past when we've done member shopping events, they've been like before or after the store has been open and you had to sign up and like, you know, right. Um, and we did have a couple of hours of like private shopping last night. Okay. Private. Yeah. In that a hundred people showed up. So like. Um, I didn't know there was there was private times. Yeah, no one knew. We had people calling and being like, "Do you not have private times this year?" And we mm-hmm. had to be like, "No, you, you just got a ticket scene." The email didn't have that. But the email didn't have any link or anything. No. So because this year they decided instead of just just doing the private shopping times, right. they would just have it available all, all weekend. Right. Um. So it was like a crazy busy weekend, but. Yesterday was the last day of it, and it was bonks at work. Like, usually, on a Sunday, it's usually busy because short hours. Like, we're open shorter amount of time. And also, people go shopping on Sundays. Yeah. Like, it's just a a day they all have off or whatever. Yeah. But, and we usually have, like, two cashiers, like, most of Sunday. But we literally had three to four cashiers all day. Oh. <laughs> and like I would do like jumps. So when like the line gets long, we'd like jump up to cash. And usually that's like maybe 10 minutes. Like maybe if it's really busy, it'd be like half an hour. Right. This was like hour to hour and a half jumps. Like <laughs> where you just couldn't get off of cash. Oh my God. So it was just like crazy busy and just like so exhausting. And then. So wait, then was there anyone on the floor? To help people? Well, we did have a few. Okay. Um, Because they, like, they really staffed this weekend, which, like... Good call. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We won't go into... No. <laughs> no, I was just curious. All of those things. But, um, <laughs> so, it was just, like, a, such a long day at work. Like, I had an right. eight-hour shift. I started at 12.30. Usually, we close at 6. Oh. But we were open for an extra two hours. Right. So, I was there until 8.30. Mm. And it was just, like exhausting mm-hmm. by the end of the day I was like I can't I can't like I just went home and I was like meh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was so tiring but luckily I have today off so podcast and then I'm gonna go to the gym yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna maybe just do nothing yeah for great the rest of the day. great are you just gonna like walk the track at the gym um, the plan? I have so the book that I bought the PCOS diet for yes. newly diagnosed yeah um it has a like a two-week workout plan. Oh! So I'm going to follow that. Great. Um, but also probably going to do some, like, like cardio, like, treadmill or something. Yeah. Like Whatever. Something, something to, like, like, warm up my body. Yeah. And, and cool yeah. down your body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also want to work on my flexibility because that's been real bad. Because, mm. um, like, I was in gymnastics, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I was a competitive gymnast. I had, high, like... Great flexibility. Yeah. Um, and then when I stopped gymnastics, I stopped stretching. Uh-huh. 
So do, do they have yoga classes? At- they do mostly Sunday mornings, which is mm. a, a little difficult for me because I'm one of the only people at work that has Sunday availability. So oh. like I usually work a lot of Sundays. On Sundays, yeah. Um, which is fine. Like mm. I have my days off in the middle of the week. Mm. So yeah, um, but not this Sunday. Well, or like I have a split right. shift this Sunday because right. we have a store meeting. Right. So, but you're free to come to. A free, free dance class. Free community jazz level one dance class at House of Eights on Sunday, November 13th at 12 o'clock. Yeah. Yep. It's free. It's Sign free. up. Um, yeah. Really exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that also gives me something to do in that gap that's not just going home and waiting to go back to work. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I'm not a huge fan of split shifts, but I was like, yeah, no, it's whatever I'll do is split shift. That's yeah. fine. Um, when I worked at Good Life, I worked pretty much exclusively splits Mm. and it sucked like I would have you know four or five clients in the morning and then three to four clients in the evening and and like a few hours in between them yeah 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 like literally most days I work like eight to twelve four to eight and so or like you know eight to one thirty four to eight and so in that little gap in between I would eat and do a workout and shower and then go back to work yeah it was brutal yeah, I, I find those days that. so long. But that was my Monday to Friday. That, that's so long. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I like, don't miss that. Because like you're technically not working that long, but like no. you are. But you are. <laughs> like you could leave, and like when I worked in Sackville, actually, it's funny when I worked in Sackville, I didn't even necessarily leave all that often, and I was like a two minute drive from home. Yeah. Because if I went home, I just didn't do anything and so I usually stayed at work so that you at least get something done yeah yeah but then yeah you're at work for 12 hours a day Mm -hmm. five days a week and at that point I was working Monday to Saturday so oh my god I don't miss that yeah no but I mean even now like I work essentially like afternoon evening Monday to Thursday and I find even that sometimes feels like a split shift because in the morning I try and get some admin stuff done and then before I teach, I try and just, like, chill. Yeah. And then I go back to work. And it's just like, oh, God. Some days I end up working, like, all day. And I'm like, no, this is not And like, no, we need not time good. to relax. We need time to relax. Like, I'm still trying to figure out, like, okay, if I work this many hours teaching, how many hours am I going to work on admin stuff and then be okay with whatever I get done? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, Yeah. Self-employment is hard. Well, because, like, you feel like you constantly have to be working. Yeah, I do. I'm like, oh, but I constantly have to be doing this, that, this, that, blah, 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 blah. There's no, like, clocking out and leaving work. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah. I get emails and text messages all the time. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, studio owner brain on, you know. So, and it's funny, like, I have, I tell students all the time, I'm like, listen, if you have questions, send me a message. Like, yeah. ask me between lesson. No one does. And then I have so many students come back the next week and they're like, I had a question about this. It's like, why didn't you send me a message? Why didn't you send me a message? Because they're like, oh, I didn't practice this piece because I had a question about it. Why didn't you send me a message? Like, that's not, to me, I'm like, that's not an excuse to not Not practice. practice. No. Like, you can very easily send me a message. Ask me, I will give you the answer or I will help lead you to the answer. Yeah. And then you can then practice that piece. Yeah. So it's like, come mm. on. Any excuse not to practice though. I, I remember know. being like, Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> but it's just like <sighs> anyway. Yeah. So 
It's uh, it's Nan. What is it? Nanino National Novel Writing Month. Oh, NaNoWriMo. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. I cannot. I see it, and my brain just goes. Every time, every time I see it, I think Nanaimo. Nanaimo. Yeah. It's Nanaimo month. Yeah. NaNoWriMo. NaNoWriMo. I thought about doing NaNoWriMo like eight years ago. Yeah. Before I really knew anything. Anything. Period. No, anything. Anything. Period. <laughs> I was like, I could do NaNoWriMo. I could write a novel. In a month? Yeah. 50,000 words? Easy. Easy peasy. No. no. Um, I considered it. Yeah, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just like write your novel this month to write it. Yeah, uh, and then I went into like such a deep depression mm. that I like would look. I'd just be like on my couch, like doom scrolling, like not even fucking looking at my phone, right. really. Just like, just meh, like meh. moving my thumb every mm-hmm. once in a while, and then I would like look over at my computer and be like, I should get that, and then like scroll for another <sighs> three hours. So it's been a week. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and force my brain to be a brain this week. Just be gentle with it, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm Gently, <laughs> gently force it. In that I'm going to go to the gym a few times. Yeah. I'm going to, like, try and eat. Just full stop. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> period. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe write two sentences. <laughs> Hashtag ED recovery. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Write one word a yeah. day. Yeah. Um, there we go. Write one word a day. And yeah. then anything That's more an than that goal. is, oh my gosh, anything more than that is great. Yeah. The yeah. other thing that I uh, have been a huge proponent of, like, for many a moon, uh, is just that, like, it. If you do these, like, do every, like, NaNoWriMo. 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 Yeah. If you do those kinds of things, like, a lot of people will beat themselves up if they don't do them. Yeah. And it's, like, that's actually detrimental to this kind of, like, habit forming. Yeah. Yeah. And I, excuse me, NaNoWriMo is, like, extreme. Like, in order to get 50,000 words it's in like the 30 days, you have to write 17, over 1,000 1700 yeah. words a day. Yeah, I was Sorry. like, what? A thousand was too many. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's over a thousand words a day. And like, I um, I want to like divide it now. Divide it by 30. 30. Yeah, 1666.66666. Yeah. Yeah, like, it is a lot of words in the run of a day. And I think at the height of my like daily writing goal it was 500 words a day yeah and some days that was a struggle so i'm like i can't imagine doing three three times times that that yeah every day and i mean i get that you probably have a lot more outline done in preparation and everything like it's not like you just sit down and you write i'm sure some people do i'm sure yeah but like for the most part you've had time to prepare and plan like and you know that you're doing this right so you're like a preparing in advance to do this challenge yeah it's like training for a marathon yeah. essentially is what you're doing um but in writing yeah. um and so then yeah like you have an idea each day what those 1600 1700 words are going to consist of but like you know i had to lower my bare minimum to 250 a day because 500 was starting to cause me 
to anxiety. beat myself up and yeah. stuff. And so and like cause it like causes like a block. Yeah. Where you're like, well, I know I'm not going to get to 500. So why even why, try? Yeah. But then when yeah. I lowered it to 250, most days I was still getting five-ish hundred words. Mm. Like maybe 450. Some days I think I got like 750. But my goal was 250. And yeah. if, if I kept writing and if things kept coming and it was going well, then, then I fine. kept going. But you could get to word 250 and just go, I'm done. Yeah. Like you if know? I get to 250 and my brain's like, yeah, that's all I got today. Great. But if I get to 250 and my brain's like, yeah, I still have more. I'm not going to stop there. I'm going to keep writing. That's actually like a really um, common thing, especially with like ADHDers. Is Procrastination to... anxiety. Yes. Yeah. And to just like... Um, make your goal smaller. Smaller. Like, just keep making it smaller until you achieve it. Yeah. You know, like, if you're like, I'm going to wash dishes every day, and then that doesn't happen, it becomes, I'm going to wash three utensils every day. Yeah. And if that happens, a lot of the time, that motivation, like, to do it, once you're doing it, you often continue, but, like, even if you don't, even if you wash three utensils and they go, well, I'm done for the day. I great. got my goal. You got your goal. That gives you that achievement. Yeah. 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 And that's it. Like I tell some students, I'm like, listen, play the piano for five minutes a day. That's it. Five minutes. If you play it for five minutes a day, great. If you play it for more than five minutes, because once right. you started, you are enjoying it. You're like, great. oh, this is fun. Actually. Yeah. But people are like, oh, well, I wasn't feeling motivated. Motivation doesn't come from waiting around. Motivation comes from action. Like it comes from the doing of the thing. And that is really hard. It's so hard. Some days I'm like, I just want to wait until I feel like I'm ready to do something. But then that becomes this endless loop of like... I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah. And so... Uh, Like, I have this battle with myself every day where I'm like, okay, well, I'm not motivated and I can't get off my butt, but I have to. Yeah. And some days I don't. And some days I do. And the days that I do, I'm like, good job. And the days that I don't, I try really hard not to beat myself up for it. be like, okay. Try again tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. Like, you know, I got this new freaking retainer. Yeah. I have to floss around it. I have to literally thread the floss through my like my gum line like I have this little plastic like it like looks like a giant thing. yeah looks like a giant sewing sewing needle yeah um but it's very flexible and you just like put the thread put the floss through it and you thread it through and then you just like me 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 above the retainer mm. but my god it takes me so long and I hate flossing anyway which is why you bought a water which is pick. why I have a water pick yeah. Andrew bought it for me for Christmas one year I think and um oop and um, so I use that, but I'm like, okay, I really, I I don't want my teeth to fall out, so I need to. I guess to, I'll do this. I guess I'll <laughs> floss, but like, oh my God, it's. <sighs> yeah. 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 It just Living takes Living is so hard long. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Andrew's bedtime routine is so much shorter than mine. And so when he's finally like, okay, let's go to bed. And I get up off the couch. He's like, why didn't you get up off the couch sooner? And I'm like, because you didn't get up off the couch sooner. And if we're watching something, I'm not just going to get up. And while start you my get bedtime to, Yeah, routine. while you get to keep laying like, here watching no. whatever. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to get up when you get up. I find routine very hard. Yeah. So like doing the same thing all the time. Yeah. I find it very difficult. But at the same time, I need some structure to my day. 
what is it called not patterns systems Systems. having systems where um i forget oh this has been a long time since i watched this tiktok video but essentially having a system of like you know you take care of your teeth yeah whether that means a full brush floss Floss, whatever whatever. or if you just have like those little finger glove things that you just go and then that's good when I was in, depending the on how you're feeling, hospital okay. for my meningitis, yeah, was maybe one of the only times that I was regularly brushing my teeth because they have these little pink mm. toothbrush mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. which they're just like a sponge basically, yes. but they're like pre-made, so you just like put it in your mouth and you rub it around. Yeah, yep. and we I, had them. We had them for dad to yeah. help with the oral thrush. Yeah. Um, and I would use them two times a day because they were pink and fun. And I'm like, yeah. maybe I should just fucking find those somehow on Amazon or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe that's how I do this. Cause I've already had to go down to like a toddler's brush. Yeah. Because it's, I have a like very strong gag reflex. Mm-hmm. So putting a toothbrush back to the back of my molars can cause me to throw up. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> right. It's just too big. Yeah. So I looked it up. I Googled. I was like, how do I brush my teeth when it makes me gag? Yeah. And they were like, change your toothpaste. So I found a toothpaste that's okay. Okay. Um, it's like a sensodyne toothpaste and I don't mind the taste of it doesn't make me feel gross. Okay. But like going from like a minty toothpaste to like even one of those like strawberry ones or whatever, Mm. like that can be a good option because Mm. sometimes it's the taste of like the fluoride and the mint and whatever that like turns you off brushing your teeth. Hmm. So if you go to like a children's toothpaste that tastes like bubble gum, (laughs) then like maybe that's better. And then the other option was to go to a smaller toothbrush. Right. So like a toddler size or a baby size. Right. So, because you're still gonna get all of your teeth, it's just gonna take a little bit longer. Yeah. So I got some um, ones that like have a light. (laughs) You can press a button and it like blinks for a minute (laughs) to teach you how long to brush your teeth. I love that. Um, So I got one of those ones, and it's definitely been helping me brush my teeth because I don't feel as gross. Like I don't like want to throw up all the time. Yeah. Which is ideal. Ideal. So makes you want to do it more. I definitely do not have good dental hygiene. Like Mm. I know that already. Right. So, yeah. But again, it comes back to that, like, re- I really struggle with routine. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, me too. Like, yeah. I think growing up, I brushed my teeth in the morning before I went to school, and I almost never brushed my teeth I, before like, bed. I, barely did that. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I was very sensitive about, like, bad breath. Like, I didn't mm. want people to think I had mm-hmm. bad breath. Um, but, like, I don't know how I managed my first cavity was when I was 25. Mm, like I don't know how I know I don't know how that happened um Um, I just learned how to keep my lips lips over my teeth right because I didn't want anyone to know that I had yellow teeth or like Mm. even though like yellow teeth are normal like your enamel becomes yellow over time just from eating and drinking and living existing in the world my youngest brother we were at my mom's yesterday for supper Mm-hmm. And I said something, and Al goes, "Why are your teeth so yellow?" I was like, "Shut the bro!" Up. I was like, "Bro, I'm actually really sensitive about that because I just like it's part of my body dysmorphia." Yeah. And so I was just like, "Bro, Stop. like, don't." I was like, "They're not." The dentist told me that they were really white. Like, they're not like really just Philbin white. Brilliantly, like, like I use whiteners yeah, every day or whatever. But like, stop. <laughs> Um, I did that thing where like you cover your, cover mouth, your mouth to laugh. And, yeah, like, yeah. All of the things. Yeah. Meg, with, Meg, my brother's so mm. Al's girlfriend was like, "Your teeth are lovely. Yeah, they're not yellow. They're, don't listen. They're to white. Him. Yeah, <laughs> don't listen to him." I was like, "Thanks, Meg." Yeah, yeah. 
He's lucky to have her. He is she's lucky that she stays around. The best. She is I the sweetest. <laughs> it's funny because every time you're like, oh my God, I love her. I'm like, why do you know? Oh yeah, your yeah. wedding. <laughs> and like, you know, every once in a while I'd come over to like your mom's house yes. or whatever. And yeah. like we'd hang out as a fan. She's just so sweet. She's so sweet. Yeah. Um, when she started dating my brother, like my brother is very much a, a picker, like a teaser and everything like that. Yeah. And I was like, man, she, she's going like, to leave. <laughs> like, you pick on her so much and she just takes it. But now, like, they've been together seven over seven years. It was seven years in October. Yeah. And um, she dishes it right back. Yeah. And it's like, yes. I'm like, bro, you can't handle the heat. Like, no. at all. <laughs> at all. Um, oh, my God. I don't know why this just made me realize, like, this the segue. It's like a trigger. Yeah. yeah. Um, I started watching Love is Blind. Oh my god. Just I cannot <laughs> handle it. I've seen I really like to watch videos. Like that's why TikTok's like great yeah. for me. But like on social media, I really like to watch videos. Yeah. And so I've watched some of the like Love is Blind like videos. Yeah. Um, and I cannot watch it. Like I, it hurts me physically to even think about it. I don't like reality TV. The oh, only reality TV fair. that I really watched was like the house renovation shows yeah. or like say yes to the dress. Oh. I fucking love say yes to the dress. Right. Yeah. But like it just squigs me out a little well, bit. Well like <laughs> I I just needed something mindless to oh, put yeah. on while Background I was Background noise, Sims. whatever. Yeah. I think what night was that? Was that Halloween? No. I forget what night I started it. But anyway, um I think I'm only on episode five in season one. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, oh my God. Like Tell the us the drama. premise. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I only have a vague idea about what it is. So the show is hosted by Nick Lachey. Oh, God. And okay. his wife. Vanessa. Vanessa. Um, and so the whole premise is that over the course of 10 days, these men and women are going on a series of dates with people from the other side of the house area, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they never see each other. Like, all of the women are on one side of the ha- the area. All of the men are on the other side. And they meet in these rooms in between. Yeah. But in the but rooms, like, there's, like, this pane of, like, frosted, marbled glass. Like, you cannot see through it. You're, hence, love is hence blind. Hence, love is blind. It's and so, literal blind day. Yeah. And so they have conversations. They essentially date. Like, they have those conversations that you would have on a date. Um, a lot of them got very deep into conversations, even only after like two or three days. Oh, that would automatically like I totally understand that. Yeah, one I'm an like, oversharer. Like, oh, absolutely, me yeah. too. But like, um, not being able to see someone—it's part of the reason why so many of our like deep conversations, like not you and I, no, but, but like, like me and Andrew too. Yeah, they happen me and Tristan, in bed. They at happen night. in bed at night because I can't see him. Yeah, I'm not like looking at him, yeah. whatever. And I hate that because like I want to go to sleep. But, like, I also But it's also such a it. sacred time yeah. of, like, connection as yeah. well. So, like, it sucks, but it's also, like, important. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so after only, like, four days, one of the couples said that they loved each other. Um, and then... Um, so quick. I'm so sorry. I know. But, no, I like, know. Now, to be fair, I did think that I was in love with Tristan, like, very early on. Right. And it turned out to be true. Yeah. Um, he's just fantastic and I love him. But, yeah. like, I did not say that out loud. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but they are. And then, like, there was one, there was one guy that was, like, 
interested in three women and he had said to a couple of them that he wanted to so you only get to see this person if you if you propose so you have to propose they have to say yes and if they say yes you're literally going on a trip together like a little bit of like a get to know each other on a physical level then they move in together meet the parents and they're married within 28 days of the end so at the end of the 10 i know i know oh my god i know and so it's just like i would never i would not agree it's it's wild because some of the couples i'm like they're actually like they're actually so great together i can see that lasting and some of them i'm like oh you're just here for the reality tv you're just here to get like a thousand dollars for your whatever yeah 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 or however much they get paid. I they do even, get paid. They do get paid. Um, and so it's just, it's really interesting to watch. But yeah, they'll like, they're just on their last night on this trip. And they, they were all at the same resort and yeah. they found out. And so like this one woman who wasn't the woman that this guy chose. Yeah. She's seeing this guy and then she's having all kinds of issues. And it's just like. Oh, so oh my god, the drama. drama. I know. I can like I understand because I I am so much about like like gossip and drama about people mm-hmm. I don't know. But I don't like the secondhand embarrassment of watching it on television. I don't that's know what fair. it is. No, but that's like that's fair. the reason that I read like all of these like Am I the assholes yeah. and like malicious compliance, like all of these things because I want the drama. Right. But I hate secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. It is one of the things that I just don't like. Can't it feels handle. so wrong in my body. Yeah. I don't like it. So. No, that's fair. Yeah. And so they're just about to leave this resort. It's in Mexico. And then they're going to move in with each other. Then they have to meet their parents. And then mm-hmm. they will get married. Um, but like... I forget how many people there were on both sides. I think there were 10 men and 10 women. Yeah. Some people didn't propose to anybody. And I so mean, I think there were only... So you get 10 days. What did you say? 10 days? 10 days of blind dating to decide if one of these people is who you want to, to spend me, your life with. To me, that just seems like trauma bonding. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like... It, it is. Like, one of the couples, I'm like, oh, that is, like, that's total just a... love bombing. Yeah. Like, Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. like it's it's yeah. Ugh. I don't think you can like. Hmm. I do think that there are some people in the world that can meet the person that they're that like love at first sight. Like they can meet someone, they yeah. can uh, be like, "Yes, I know that I want to be with you." Get married a month in and just be together for the rest of their mm-hmm. lives. But a lot of the times, that's a bad option. Yeah, yeah. And so, I don't know. And apparently there's tons of spoil. I haven't been spoiled. Like, because usually yeah. when stuff comes up about Love is Blind, I'm like, meh, whatever. I don't watch I'm it. I don't gonna, care. Yeah. I'm just like, meh, next. Um, and so I have no idea. I have no idea. There is one particular woman. And I'm like, man, this seems like the her show. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving the name because, like, yeah. I don't want to. But I'm just like, oh, my God. Can you just stop? And I, like... Maybe that sounds really harsh because I'm sure that this is all very emotional and yeah. hard for her. I'm but sure. I'm just like, oh my god! Like, choose, yes or no? Like, just just make a decision, right? Like, oh my, yeah. Which, <laughs> having said that, like, yeah, making decisions is really hard. Decisions. It's really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You have a woofy. No, oh. right here. Yep. There oh, you go. Thanks. You're welcome. 
now it's on your pants that's fine yeah um so anyway that's how i've been spending my time (laughs) but i forget how i got on that track train of thought I don't know. I don't know. Oh, tell, saying that Al needed to like handle oh, the heat. And yeah. Then I was like, oh yeah, love is blind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did watch. To be fair, I did watch Too Hot to Handle, which was a Netflix show. Oh. Where, where they just take a lot of like really hot people. Yeah. And put them in a house and then tell them that they only get money if oh, no if they, one yes. if no one does anything sexual at all, like yeah. including kissing and stuff, and they obviously fucking don't do that. Right. But yeah. I, I don't watch. I don't really like. It's the secondhand yeah. of bears. It's, me. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I I grew up watching like Survivor and Big Brother, yeah. and there was this one show show, show um show. It was called The Mole, and <gasps> I think there's a new yes, version of there it. There is a new version. Yeah, but like Anderson Cooper was the host of it like yeah. 20 years ago, and it, and it was. It was so good oh my god yeah when so, reality tv show so like yeah. when the when survivor started in the like big brother and like that kind of thing yeah we did watch some of those yeah um in the beginning and like amazing race and like yeah. those kinds of shows eh, sure i mean i watched it it wasn't my favorite but my um, mom was still watching it like a year ago so like yeah it's still happening it's still and on. i just like forgot yeah that it existed but yeah big brother survivor um the, mo- the so mole. The, the whole, original The, the original mole. the mole. So the whole premise was that, like, this group of people continually had to go and, like, do these tasks or solve these puzzles. But someone, but someone was sabotaging. Yeah, was a sab- saboteur. Um, and at the end of each episode, they would go and they would have to try and answer questions based on who they thought the mole was. Um, and someone, like, the person who got the least amount of questions right, they Mm -hmm. would be eliminated. Yeah. And so at the end, it was, like, if someone identified the mole, then the mole lost. But if no one identified the mole, then the mole Mole won. Yeah. Um, and it was just so interesting. And, like, I don't even remember if, I don't even think I remember who the first mole was. So I could go back and watch that whole season. And have no idea. And have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, it's really cool. Like, I remember there was one task where they were drinking wine and they had to continually drink wine and then pour wine into wine glasses without spilling wine, red wine, on the white tablecloth. Yeah. And that was one of their tasks. And it was so hard for them to do. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, because they had to, like, like turn the bottle the right way. So they had to drip. drip yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, it was really, yeah, it was really good. But apparently there's now a new version of, of the, mole the Mole on Netflix. Fascinating. And I think it's the same premise. Nice. Yeah. Um, so now that we're, like, 54 minutes in. <laughs> Do you want to talk about books? Um, I mean, we can. I, Brianna got here and I was finishing a chapter of The Witch of Willow Hall. And it was actually really funny because, uh, she was, like, reading and I was trying to be quiet because I struggle with being quiet sometimes. <laughs> but, um, and she went, oh, oh. <gasps> And I'm like, I just want to know. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell. No. But, um, no, it's getting really good. Like, I, something is obviously off, not mm-hmm. just in this house, but in this whole area. area. And I'm like, you know, like, one of the characters is giving these, like, you know, like, your property is backing my property and it's just not safe to be in the woods. Mm. And it's not for a family kind of thing. And I'm like, hmm. There's a dead body in there for Something's sure. going on. <laughs> but I said to Brianna, I'm like, I don't think this is just a witch. I think there's also a ghost around. Ooh, ghosty yeah, shit. Yeah, so um, I want to keep reading it. Yeah. But I'm going to have to wait till I'm done teaching tonight. Yeah. 
Um, so. Okay, so... Brianna did read. I did read. Um, I did read one book. Uh, w- because, you know, life. Life. Um, but I also did start uh, Fairy Tale by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a 600-page book, so I'm like 180 pages in. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me a little bit longer. Um, Six hours. <laughs> I just want to find, because this book that I'm going to talk about... I just want to find the um, description. Oh, my God. How did I forget the name? Whoa. I just looked at it. Okay. Okay, so this is called Survive the Night by uh, Riley Sager. Not a witchy title. No, because it is now... November. No, not no, November. Yes, uh, which Tristan said that we should call No Man's November. Because the other day oh. at work, I very confidently announced that I was doing No Nut November, and a coworker went, why would you tell me that? And then I went, oh my god, no, it's about books. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, So, yeah. No Man's November. No okay. Man's November. Great. Um, boop, 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 boop. Why will you not just show me? Okay, let me go to Goodreads, because I know they'll have the description. Uh-huh. Um, but this was my first book in a really long time that hasn't been, like, romance. (laughs) So. Was there romance in it? No. Not at all? No. Wow. I mean, like, she has a boyfriend, but, like, no. Okay, let me read you the description. Okay. Charlie Jordan is being driven across the country by a serial killer. Maybe. Behind the wheel is Josh Baxter, a stranger Charlie met by the college ride share board who also has a good reason for leaving university in the middle of term. On the road, they share their stories, carefully avoiding the subject dominating the news. The campus killer, who's tied up and stabbed three students in the span of a year and has just struck again. Uh, traveling the lengthy journey between the university and their final destination, Charlie begins to notice discrepancies in Josh's story. As she begins to plan her escape from the man she is becoming certain is the killer, she starts to suspect that Josh knows exactly what she's thinking, meaning that she could very well end up as his next victim. Ooh. So this is set in 1991. I don't want any spoilers for this. No, no, no. No, I'm not going to give any spoilers. That's okay. why I grabbed the description, description because I didn't want to spoil anything. Right. Um, I love it. It was so goddamn good. Okay. What's so it called? Survive? It's Survive the Night okay. by Riley Sager. I'm putting a hold on it at the library right now. Yes. Uh, literally my first sentence in here is, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. At no point did I know where this book was going. What? Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So it's set in 1991. Okay. Uh, and Charlie is leaving university because her roommate and best friend has just been murdered by the campus killer mm-hmm. um and she goes to put up a notice at the campus rideshare board mm-hmm. and there she meets josh who's like oh i'm also leaving i'm driving i could give you a ride right and she agrees to it because she really wants to leave campus mm-hmm. it's midterm so um she's not going to be there for her like final uh, exams of that semester. Right. Um, she basically is like, I gotta, like, I gotta go home. I'm having a mental breakdown. My best friend is dead. Oh. Fair enough. Okay. Um, and then, uh, he's like, but I have to leave at, like, 9 p.m. And she's like, cool, yeah, whatever. 
And then she gets in his car and things are just like not what they seem. Um, but basically like Charlie, it's told to you very early that Charlie has this thing where like she sees what she calls movies in her head where like sometimes what she's seeing is not reality but like rather her Her. imagining something happening okay um in a very cinematic way okay and now um so the last night that charlie saw her best friend they had gone out and then she um wanted to go home and she was like hey bestie like I'm gonna go home and she's you're gonna leave me to walk alone and they had a little bit of a fight Charlie told her to fuck off turned left and then when she turned back she saw this movie happen of someone in like talking to her best friend and she just left well turns out that was the killer so she like saw the killer but didn't see the killer oh so then she gets in this car and they drive across the country and at no point, no point did I know it was fucking happening. What? <laughs> it was so good. Whoa. The like gaslighting and just like unreliable narrator and just like it was so good. But you're supposed to be able to rely on the narrator. You absolutely can't. And they established this so early that Charlie sees like movies. Right. So sometimes she'll like say something and then like you'll have this whole scene happen and then it goes back. It's like it didn't actually it's happen. It's like it didn't happen Whoa. in real life. And it's so fascinating. How many pages is it? It's like 200 or something. Amazing. It's not that long. 324. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. Like I said, I thought I knew multiple times what was going to happen at the end, but I was always wrong. Uh, this is a fantastic book with unreliable narrators all over the place. It's fascinating. Mm. Um, so also something that I thought would that you would really like is that uh, it's told as if it's a movie with the chapter headings starting with things like interior vulva <gasps> night. Stop it. Like Volvo night. Yes. It's yes. so fascinating. Oh, I love that. It was so, so, so good. So those are in a script. Those are the headings of new scenes. Yeah. It's like you would say interior or, or exterior, where it is, and, and then, then like day the date time. Yeah. Yes. So they do that. And every chapter starts with one of those. Cool. And it was just so, so fascinating of a read. Mm. And like even by the end of the book, like the very last kind of like paragraph or like epilogue or whatever I was just like amazed by all of it like it was just so good okay so highly highly recommend this I'm gonna read so much more Riley Sager now because that was like incredible she has or I don't know what they probably Hmm. they have like other book like at least three or four different titles so really fascinating I yeah. loved this book. The House Across the Lake, mm-hmm. The Last Time I Lied, Home Before Dark, Final Girls. Yeah. Mm. So they they write oh, way very more. much. Oh my god. So many, right? Yeah. They write um thrillers. Right. No kidding. Um yeah. <laughs> and when I say that this was a thriller, like this was fascinating to just read a book that's literally just set over like one night. So like 8 hours. Oh, it's a man. It's a man. Oh, my God. I read a book by a Whoa. man. And, and I you liked, liked it? 
<laughs> As you're reading Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen King. Um, Todd Ritter, also known under the nom de plume of Riley Sager and Alan Finn, is an oh, American oh. author of thriller novels. Oh my god. Okay. I haven't actually read anything, but now that makes me want to read more. Anyway. Oh. Oh. Also, wait, are you done talking about that? I was just gonna sure. just keep talking about the fact that it was amazing. So yes, oh, okay. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> um. So my friend Alex, I'm sure they're okay with me saying their name. Um. My friend redacted. Yeah, my friend redacted. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, they messaged me and said, um, listening to the latest episode of the podcast and Rick Riordan presents books. Most of the books in that collection are books written by authors of color who are writing about mythology from their cultures. And by, sl- and by Rick slapping his name on it does give them kind of more opportunity than they probably would be getting normally Otherwise, as non-white authors. In traditional And publishing. I was like, yes. yes! And maybe that's why I'm less annoyed by, by Rick, Rick Riordan Presents than James, James Patterson, Patterson Presents. Yeah. Because so. James Patterson Presents is also just a bunch of like straight white dudes. Is it? There are a couple that are, like, feminine authors or, like, female authors, maybe. Mm. But, like, most of them are just more white dudes. Like, so right. I think maybe that's why. Yeah. Is that I feel like Rick Riordan uses his name, his name and fame to extend that to other people. Right. Yeah. People yeah. who may not otherwise get that Be traditionally published. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. For him so- to be like, hey publish this book yeah, yeah 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 so i thought that was really cool that is really cool yeah so yeah. thank you yeah thanks for sending that um yeah yeah so i yeah that that book yeah survived on that it was so good it was <laughs> so good and like i just kind of wanted more like i it wrapped up okay. and it's great Okay. But, like, I just kind of wanted to read more of the story. Yeah. Um, I just think that the unreliable narrators were fantastic. Thriller like, novels are great. Is it single point of view? No. Oh. It's actually a multi-point of view. Okay. Multi-POV. Um, I thought it was just single. I thought it was just going to be following Charlie. But it follows a couple of other characters as well. Okay. Okay. So um, there's more characters than just... I don't spoil anything. But I'm like, wait, there's more characters than just the two characters in the car? So... Yes. Okay. Um, so they, there's Charlie and Josh, okay. and then there's Charlie's boyfriend, yep. and then there's a person in, from a diner. Oh, okay. But those are the only characters that you follow POVs. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. And that doesn't spoil anything. That's not a, that's not a spoiler. No. Um, okay. My mind is just like thinking about this book, and it's just fascinating. Okay. So. I'm going to have to read it. Um, I also, after I finish, which oh, oh yes, yeah. yeah. I also did read. So there's <laughs> two books that I've read previously that came out with like extra chapters, and so while I was at oh, work, I just like read, read the them. extra chapters. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of them was Verity. So Verity by Colleen Hoover, yeah. which was also a thriller. Um, they added an extra chapter, like an epilogue kind of chapter uh, with the main characters and. Um, didn't clear up anything in the book, oh. for sure, but it definitely added some more, like, ooh, mm. a little bit more intrigue, why, so. Why would someone generally do that, like, add an epilogue to a book that they've already published? So, in this case, um, so Colleen Hoover wrote these books, most of her books she wrote a long time ago. Like, so, she, uh, had originally, I can't remember the exact 
dates or whatever, but she had originally published a lot of her books, like, um, 10 or so years ago. Okay. Uh, and they didn't really get a lot of hype or anything. Like, um, I think she was self-publishing maybe for a while, or, Mm. like, it was, like, a Kindle Unlimited situation, like... Um, and then TikTok really exploded her into, like, traditional publishing fame and, like, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, when, so she released a collector's edition of Verity that has an extra epilogue. Oh, okay. Um, and this collector's edition, uh, is also partially, I think they released this partially because people had a lot of questions for her at the end of this book. But now they have more questions. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, um, there were a lot of questions, and, like, I've read some interviews with her where she's, like, I don't even know really what was going on. Like, I was writing it from, so the main character's name is Lowen. Um, So she's, like, I was writing it from Lo's point of view. I wasn't, like, I didn't really have an idea of what, like, Verity, the title Mm. character, um, like... So, Verity is not the main character. She's not the protagonist. But she is, like, a character in the book. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, so, she's like, I was writing about Lowen and what Lowen was experiencing. So, I didn't really have a mind frame of what, like, Verity mm, was really... Going through. <laughs> yeah. So, um, for people who don't know, I don't know if, when we talked about this, but... Um, a long time ago. A long time ago. Verity is the story of Lowen who comes in to ghostwrite for... Verity's novels. Uh So Verity is a novelist who gets into an accident and is in a catatonic state. Yeah. Um, Coma. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, But she's definitely like, she's alive still, but like, not. Right. Conscious. Uh Um, And so Lowen comes in to write and finds a manuscript that suggests that Verity killed her children. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, in this case, I think that it was just, like, they released this collector's edition partially because it's now, like, an older book, so they can do that. Yeah. Um, but also for Colleen to write a little bit more in the, the, the like, story to give you a little bit more context, but also more questions, to be fair. Yeah. So, um, and then right. the other extra content that I read was Love Hypothesis mm. by Allie Hazelwood. Yeah. Um, they released a... A POV switch. So um, it's like a scene from the point of view of the male main character whose name I've forgotten. Mm. Um, so that was cute. Didn't It wasn't really needed per se, mm. but like this did get a shit ton of like uh, hype and mm. etc. Which, like, well-deserved. It's a very funny, yeah. very good romance. Yeah. Um, so I read those as well. Yeah. And then I'm 180 pages into fairy tale. So. Right. Yeah. It's like when Stephanie Meyer was writing Midnight Sun, which is yeah. Twilight from Edward's perspective. Yeah. And then somebody leaked one of the manuscripts, um, and she was like, nope, all right, fuck y'all. Like, yeah, here's here's what I've written. You can enjoy it for free. Have it. Um, but did she end up? Finishing it and publishing it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it is a published book Yeah, now. I haven't read it yet. Um, that is such a perfect segue into, uh, you sent me some TikToks about yeah. fan fiction. Oh, yeah. And specifically, I want to talk about one specific creator's book, which I took a picture. Not book, but uh, account. 
Okay, so this person is at Page Melt, P-A-G-E-M-E-L-T. Um, and basically, the video was talking about how there's been some book talk drama mm -hmm. um, where someone was really disparaging to fan fiction and being like, tell me you don't read classics without telling me you don't read classics right. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but also just like the mounting trend of taking fan fiction and making it into published works. Yeah. So things like Fifty Shades of Grey was one of like the first like major versions of that. Yeah. Where um, the Fifty Shades of Grey started as a Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. Um, and then it got put into like published work. So essentially took it away from the fan fiction community. Yes. And made, and made it, it published. Paid for. Yeah. Um, and so they were talking about how, like, like, fanfic is, um, oftentimes, because you already know, like, the backstory and the character development and all of that, like, mm -hmm. it often just, like, drops you right into the action, and so sometimes when they take a fanfiction and they make it into a published work, you have mm -hmm. to add all of that in after the fact, yeah. and it becomes, like, not so great. Yeah. Um... And I just thought that their, so at Page Melt, I thought that their, uh, like, description of this and, like, um, basically they were very, very well spoken yeah. about it. Um, much better spoken than me right now. So, <laughs> uh, highly recommend you go check that out. It's, like, one of the last few videos if you're listening to it recently. But it, they have, like, headings and stuff that say, like, what fan fiction. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was so interesting, because they talked yeah. so well about, like, the, the difference between, like, because, like, fan fiction is this, like, really tight-knit community, but there's kind of this, um, like, unspoken agreement, like, a tacit agreement that, like, we were all doing this, and we knew that technically it could be stopped at any time, because it's intellectual property, right? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like publishing they want a piece of that pie because you have an established fan base yeah. like you have people that are going to read this yeah because they're already, they're already reading, reading it. it yeah but but for free yeah <laughs> you know yeah. and now they're expected to so pay like, for it oh well we can make money and, which i mean like yeah which i get we live in a capitalistic hell yeah so i understand that but at the same time like Ugh. Ugh. And also, it's just some things you can't really take from fan fiction and make into, like, a published work. Like, no. No. I know. So, yeah. yeah. I found it really interesting. They were very well spoken about yeah. this. It just came across my For You page. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, uh, Zirin, oh my god, Sharon Zhao, J. Zhao, who wrote oh, Iron Widow. Oh, Iron Widow. The second book has now been announced. Ooh. Um, I'm very excited about it. I'm gonna let you read it first because it took oh. me a long oh, freaking time. Immediately to get gonna be like, this is mine. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually gonna buy this book because Ooh. I loved Iron You're not Widow gonna so it. much that I'm I want this book. Um, sequel. I'm just gonna see if it has a name. Oh. Uh, it would help if I spelled the word sequel correct. It's called Heavenly Tyrant. Mm. And I want to show you the picture of it because it is beautiful. <gasps> right? It's so pretty. It's gold. It's gold and it's 
gorgeous. How can it already have a rating if it's not out? Uh, because people are just like, uh, okay, so so part of it is arcs. So advanced reader copies. Okay. Uh, they so there are arcs out already. Oh then? yeah. Oh yeah. They oh. would have been sent out before we got the like cover photos. Oh. Um, okay. So arcs, beta readers, that kind of thing. Okay. So um, oftentimes, like we've talked about before, like booksellers get advanced copies of yeah. things. You guys didn't get one. Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. I might be able to request one through the publisher because I have an indigo. What is that? It's like the instructions for the chair. I just like reached down and I was like, there's something here. Uh, I can't remember who publishes, but I could probably request it through the publisher because I am a bookseller. A bookseller. There are so many languages on this thing. Oh my goodness. Hmm. This is not a leather cover or a fabric cover chair or rattan. Rat Rattan? 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 R-A-T-T-A-N? Rattan? Rattan? I think it's Rattan. I've never heard Rattan. <laughs> Update! We have a title and a gorgeous cover! Also, a lot of people uh, pre-rate, like, pre-rate it to be like... Oh, like, based on... I know that one. I'm gonna like this because of the... Right. I, I do, in fact, know I'm gonna like this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Because I absolutely loved the previous books. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm impressed with myself that I finished the first yeah. one because it took me so long just to get into it. Yeah. That I oh, was like, absolutely. oh my God. It was... But it was good. Once I got into it, mm -hmm. it was good. Yeah. It just took a while. And there's definitely going to be books like that at all of the time. Oh everywhere. yeah. For everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm hmm it was really good. I'm very excited. I can't wait for it to come out. So when's it come out? Uh, expected publication is August of next year. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what? Which is fine. Uh, it's November. I know. Why? Uh, oh my god. But they gotta create some hype for it and stuff, you know. Get it out to the the arc readers and like that kind of thing. So. Mm. Oh my god. Okay. I just, because I said November, Andrew sent me this video yesterday that I then sent to, like, we have a family group chat. Yeah. Um, where is it? And I'm just going to play it because it's really funny. Here's happy birthday, it's November, so your parents fucked on Valentine's. Remember this at dinner when you look them in the eyes. <laughs> Uh, I just thought it was funny because my birthday's in November. Yeah. And then my mom's like, yeah, someone in March told me that I was pregnant. And I didn't know that I was pregnant yet. I was like, oh. Oh. Or like ask mom if she was pregnant. Yeah. And, and like, I don't, I don't know if like, it, sometimes people just have senses like, yeah. are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? Yeah. Based on like no, what I people, am not. yeah. <laughs> Based on like what people eat or drink or whatever, which I don't know is weird. I don't, yeah, those are all old wives tales. Old wives tales, but some, some of them work, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one that I always think of is that uh, the Egyptians had a way to test for pregnancy, where you would pee on yeast. 
or like wheat or something and if it bloomed you were pregnant if it didn't you weren't and it's just fascinating and I don't know like why I think it's because it's like the human growth hormone that like that's what we test for in these days is HGH um because you're literally growing a A human. human yeah um but I guess it worked in a similar way on like this particular plant or whatever that they used I don't remember specifically but you can look it up um but yeah, so they would pee on this specific thing and it would tell them whether they were pregnant or not. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. What other cultures? I know, right? And the thing is, like, we, in the, like, Western world, like, the North American school system, like, we're not taught a fucking thing. No. <laughs> I watch these TikToks where it's, like... Guys are like, guys are like, oh, um, you know, I'll, I can't have sex with you while you're in your period because I'll get AIDS. What? It's like, that's not how, how that works. works. What? Fun fact. Like. I was once told that you, to get AIDS from kissing, you'd have to drink two cups of someone's spit. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And I was like, Gross. <laughs> Gross. Um, I bought a box of tampons the other day. Yeah. Um, and on the box, like it's a 54 pack of tampons. Yeah. On the box, it says a four month supply. And it just made me laugh because <laughs> NASA sent that woman into space with a hundred tampons. For what? Seven days? Yes. And like, she I don't even. She was going for a week and I don't even think she was on No, period. her bottom like, period. A hundred <laughs> tampons. They're like, is that enough? And she was just like, bitch, what? Yeah. It's like, well, apparently that's an eight month supply. Eight to nine months supply. Like I always think of there's this one guy and I it's just like this meme that's been circulating for a while, but it was like one guy like commented on some Facebook post with like just the most wrong ideas about like tampons and periods and basically was like, I don't understand why people wanted to be free because, and then like went on this like stupid thing where they're like, oh, an average tampon holds this amount and you could wear it and it's like, but like his math was so wrong because like, sure, an average tampon holds a certain amount of blood, but also I don't want to get toxic fucking shock syndrome, so I have to change it more frequently yeah. than you're suggesting. Right, like so, like. <laughs> It was so fucked up, but it comes up on my, like, feed every once in a while, and I just laugh at it, and I'm just shocked and appalled, because life. Yeah. But it really feels like sometimes, like, it's so segregated, like, through, like, genders. Yes. It's like, I air-quoted the yeah. word gender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, like, yeah. it's, like, in the binary gender model that, like, North Americans follow, which is just bullshit. Yeah. Um, it's very segregated. Like, we had segregated sex ed and, like, all of these things. And it's like, no, but don't, shouldn't you know about, like, uh, everyone in the world? Mm-hmm. Like, so. Yeah. Fucking weird. I know. It's, yeah. So that's very interesting to know. Yeah. 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 Um, have you ever tried menstrual cups? I have one. I've just never tried it. Um, I haven't. I want to. And then every time I stand at the store looking at them, I, like, I get, like, nervous. I get squiggly. And, yeah. And I'm just like, not this month. <laughs> I got one for free. It was one of those, like, uh, I thought it was a scam for sure. It was one of those, like, just pay shipping. Oh, yes. Things. 
but it actually came and is it, it a I diva just, cup no it uh it, i cannot remember oh. the kind apparently mix it is really good mm, yeah yeah um but i thought it was a scam and i was like whatever it's only like 15 dollars. if i lose 15 dollars, i lose 15 dollars. but right. uh no it actually came it's uh just sitting in the box i've never attempted to use it um because it freaks me out yeah but and not because like I would have to like put it up there myself or whatever like I do with tampons like it's fine it's just like I don't know I don't know I'm intimidated by how difficult it seems yeah. to be yeah like we're gonna definitely have to put a disclaimer oh on this absolutely <laughs> um like when I look at the Nixit um because Alicia McCarvel yeah she, is a she's sponsor. a sponsor or yeah. like they she is sponsored yeah by, yeah um and she ambassador ambassador <laughs> yeah and so every month she does um, like her little promo for it. Yeah. And I'm like, that thing doesn't, is so big. Doesn't seem like and if it you, would... Even if you fold it up how, and you put it up, how do you then get it out? out? Well, you have to like go break the seal of it. And then like you kind of like... But what if you don't? Like what I if you break the know. seal and it like flips up? Like I don't understand and I don't want to go to the hospital because... And be like, I can't get my menstrual cup Right. Out. Yeah. Uh, one time... I accidentally like pushed my tampon up too far and I had to get Tristan to help me take it out. And like when I tell you that this is something I never wanted, (laughs) even like I love him so much. And obviously like I'm not going to be gross about it, but like obviously he's been there before. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I just, it was so weirdly embarrassing where I was like, oh, please, like, oh God. And so maybe I have, maybe I have an un, not unrealistic, but like, unintelligent what am I trying to say I think I have maybe I have like an uninformed perspective of like the size I feel like ratio like I don't how long is this channel like it's like a mysterious land that I don't I know that my uterus is the size of a pear yeah. Or my fist or whatever, or whatever. they say. I don't know. Like, is I that right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand my own anatomy and that's definitely on my school system. And oh, like yeah. I could look it up more. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, but um but I'm yeah. so I'm just like, well, what if my finger's not long enough? But then I'm like, is it longer than I don't that? think I don't You know? know I don't know the answer. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. We're going to have to look that up. <laughs> clearly, clearly we should. Mm-hmm. Uh, some things we should know. Because mm-hmm. um, maybe yeah. it's only like this long. Well, I I think it's like four to six inches. But that's longer than my length. finger. But, but you don't put it all the way up to your cervix. But then how does it expand? I don't know. Right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. No idea. And maybe that's why it's just like I don't have enough knowledge to feel comfortable in this situation. Right. Like, okay, so wait. Oh my god. Definitely putting a disclaimer. We will put a huge trigger warning at the beginning. Yeah. And with like timestamps and everything. Like skip this section. (laughs) Because I'm like, okay, wait. So anatomically, is it like the v- v- vaginal shit. I can't it's even It's literally talk called about a vagina. It. The vagina. Yeah, because but the then outside does, is the vulva. Right. Yes. Yeah, I know the actual word yes. for it. Yeah. And then the vagina. But then the vagina leads to the cervix. Yeah. But after the little 
opening does the vagina open up or is the vagina just a shaft that leads to the cervix? I honestly have no idea. Because I'm like, okay, wait, I do I have two expand. caverns? Like, I have a, I have a vagina cavern, cervix, uterus. Or is it just like the shaft, cervix, uterus? I think that it is like a muscular, like it expands, I think. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. So <laughs> who who know, who knows? Uh gynecologists. Gynecologists. Um people who have researched this more. Yeah. Maybe I need to go to the, the nine to twelve section where have <laughs> books about yes. puberty. And maybe I need to read Yeah, those. that would be good. There's this one book at work called You Know Sex. It's literally called You Know Sex. Amazing. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I need that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that reminds me of something that I'm not going to talk on the podcast, but remind me to talk to you about sex after this. Okay. Okay, anyway. <laughs> and there we go. And scene. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Moving on. Um, um, if you skipped that last bit, good on Welcome you. back. Welcome back. <laughs> um, if you didn't, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we're so sorry. We're so sorry. That took a turn neither of us were expecting. No. And why are we... Uh, you are just so literally... About I things? know. I'm so embarrassed. I like, don't know. I want to hide. I, I literally was <laughs> pulling my sweater up in front of my face when I was trying to say these words. And like I should be. It's my own be. body. I know. Oh my god. Anyway, but we've been taught that it's shameful. shameful. Yes. Oh my god. So. So yeah. yeah. Um, my brain feels like it's mushy. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Yeah. We could just end it here. I was like, maybe this is just a shorter episode. Yeah. <laughs> At an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> but it's shorter. Yeah. It's one of our shorter ones. Yeah. So. Uh, great. Ah. Uh. You can find us on all major listening platforms. Yeah. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Books and Bisexuals, at Nikki.rose.martin, um, at BLS underscore poetry. Um, what's ninjas? I was just gonna say at ninja.the.amsaf. Perfect. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, and we love interaction, so j- just yeah. talk to us. That's great. Um, what else? What else do we say? Um, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. Um, we love you. I think that's it. Yeah. That's normally it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for listening. We We love love you. you. Goodbye. Bye.